Hi everyone and welcome to episode number 15 of my podcast. I am beyond excited to introduce this podcast to you. Um, one, it is the first ever meal that I have um, 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 welcomed on the podcast. And two, um, just with the copious amounts of goosebumps that I got throughout. Um, in this episode, I speak to Hamid Al-Sad, who's um, based in Bahrain, and he is a holistic health and food psychology coach. Um, in the podcast, he talks about his journey um, from, you know, having a very bad relationship on the health side on both realms, from being, you know, overweight to underweight, um, fighting with, I guess, some some inner demons um, in terms of his 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 emotions and how he and how he was with himself, um, taking us to a turning point in his life where he quit his full time job as a police officer after ten years, um, and basically started um, his business um, started as an individual um, um, an individual trader um, under the name of the Nourisher. Um, obviously nourishing uh, all areas um, of health, uh, holistic lifestyle and well-being um, as his main area of forte. Um, and most recently, he has expanded that network um, and created almost a, um, a directory um, of nourishers that aim to help users find their, um, find their match in terms of a coach or a nutritionist or a well-being coach that will help them on their journey just to be better. Um, I have, I, I love this podcast. I've literally listened to it twice already. Um, I love the story. Um, yeah, um, you just have to listen to this. And without further ado, guys, I'm going to introduce the podcast and I really hope that you enjoy the listen. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Really excited to have you on uh, the podcast today. And hopefully by the end of this episode, all the listeners out there are going to learn a little bit more about you and your story, your journey, as well as this really great concept that you've set up. And, you know, I have given you a brief introduction there, but I really just want to hand this over to you and hopefully you can explain, you know, and tell us a little bit about your journey from where you were maybe not as quote unquote healthy and how you yeah. moved to being an advocate of health and then setting up your um, your business, which is called The Nourishers, which will tell us all about um, what that looks like and uh, and everything else that lies in between. So nice. I'm going to hand it over to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. First of all, thank you for having me and thank you for all the great work. Um, I love the idea behind uh, storytelling because that's what people could relate to. Um, I would go back... And um, let's say around 2008, that's when I was just about to graduate. Um, um, my parents' love for me stopped me from leaving to study abroad, which is something that I was really looking forward to. Um, and because I was the oldest son, um, they didn't want me. Like, they didn't want their son to go. Right. Yeah. So that hit a really soft spot within me. I say. I say and it, it got me devastated to be honest. I had like three scholarships and uh, they had to let go of it. Um, and all I say is like, that's parental love. Um, their fear uh, made me, made them stop me from going. And it, it kind of, um, I think by back then I was um, maybe depressed that I didn't even understand depression. 
So what I did is I suppressed that and eventually I started um, looking for a university to study in Bahrain. Um, by then, um, like back in 2018, I was at least an active kid. I used to play um, all kinds of sports. I used to be school captain. Um, and what inspired that is if I go back in time as well, I, I used to have a really bad asthma. Um, so alhamdulillah, like, uh, sport actually helped me overcome it. So that's why I've always been an active kid ever since. Um, so hitting 2008, as I said, uh, sorry, 2006, sorry, 2006, um, I was forced to stay at home and um, be here. So what I did is I suppressed all emotions. I didn't understand what depression is. And how I dealt with it is kind of get myself as busy as possible just so that I don't need to come face to face with it. And by that, what happened, um, I started working and I've put a lot of weight, a lot, a lot of weight. And I didn't even feel it, you know, because the more you get busy, you, you kind of be on autopilot. Yep. And I'm just, um, so what filled my void was trying to find a better job, like a better title, a better pay, a better company. So that's the only thing I was focusing on. And I was working from, let's say, eight to five and like five, like six to 10. I used to go to uni. It's like you could university. So I just like, I dug a hole, started busy, getting myself busy. And that's about it. Until around 2000, by end of 2010, out of nowhere, like uh, I had that wake up call. One of my friends was actually going to the States to study, which is something that I, like he was going to one of the universities that I applied to. And, you know, believe it or not, you know, because I had to relive the situation, it kind of moved something within me. Mm-hmm. And, and it gave me, got me realized, like, I got to this point in life. What did I do to myself? You know, like, and that kind of, like, was a profound moment that shook me and made me realize, like, I've got myself so busy that I neglected myself all this time. Yeah. And eventually that was some sort of a turning point in my life. And I was like, you know what? Health actually saved me back then and made me feel so much better about myself. So what I did is I went into it again. And believe it or not, I was in the best shape of my life by the end of 2011. Um, This is when I was also asking around people, like, what is nutrition? And I got into bodybuilding. Um, Bodybuilding was something I adore, to be honest. Um, I just loved lifting. And um, I was, at first, I was doing it very wrong. So from let's say overweight, chubby, like uh, I was almost a hundred stuff now, like hundred something. And what I did is I used to spend hours, countless hours still in the gym where I actually uh, try all the machines, all the treadmills, all the cross trainers and all that because I didn't, I didn't, I lacked the education on how to train. Yeah, absolutely. I think that can be definitely something that will trigger with a lot of people at the minute. They just randomly go in and um, with no real education and they're waiting for that light bulb moment. Yeah. True. And um, all I knew about it, I didn't want to lift weights. All I did was just constantly go on, on like on machines. And I used to do like cardio, like 24 seven. I, and the days I don't, I didn't have uni. I was literally spending two to three hours in the gym, you know, like on a treadmill or just running or just doing something. Um, and it got to a point that was the mid of 2011. I dropped almost half of my weight. I was starving myself. And eventually, I, I was like literally skin and bones. You know, wow. I literally got until 50 kgs. Mm-hmm. And 
that's when I was like, you know what? Now what happened? Like, I feel like shit. Yeah. And, and was that, was that because you said that kind of like you kind of got to that position because you kind of blocked out everything else, you know, was that kind of the same or was, was the intention to get down to that goal weight? Like, was there an element of, you know, maybe like an eating disorder and, or was it just that it just, it just happened all of a sudden just because you were so engrossed with it or. If I would say I didn't know how to deal with my emotions, you know, um, and that's something that I kind of, um, speak very freely and openly about it right now is because back then as I said I didn't know how to deal with my emotion and uh, like my surrounding didn't have anything to do with mental health uh, or anyone with that would educate me in that aspect you know what you know like for me I was beating myself into the shape that I wanted to look and I didn't even have anything that I was looking forward to all I needed is to lose the weight you know and that's what what mattered Um, so again I was starving myself I used to eat one meal a day and spending like literally three to four hours in the gym as well, until I got to a point where, again, it came down to the feeling, you know, I wasn't feeling right. So at first I wasn't being able to breathe, I wasn't able to move and feel right. And then right here, I'm on the um, end of the spectrum, you know, the other end of the spectrum, and I'm still not feeling so well. And that got me into coming to understand uh, why am I feeling this way? I mean, what is it that I'm doing wrong? So I started asking everyone around, and back then, the whole uh, nutrition was boiled chicken, white rice, boiled potatoes. You know, like that, that's a typical answer I used to get. Yeah. You know, no one has any idea what nutrition is. And, you know, that got me so interested in, you know what, um, let me read more about it. And I started doing the research and I started learning how to cook and educating myself in the whole aspect of nutrition. And one step at a time, as I said, like that's, it took me like five to six months to get to that point. By the time I get to the end of the year, I was literally in the best shape of my life. I started even helping out others and people thought I was on steroids because how ripped I got. They didn't like, they didn't even realize that, you know, and that was my, let's say the, the point in life where I was like, you know what, I'm happy with the way I look again. I haven't dealt with my emotions. You know, I didn't, I didn't know like what's going on there because still I didn't understand there was like, you need to actually work with that. Um, because even though I, I was in a really good shape, but still in the, this, the environment I was in was yeah. mostly with bodybuilders. Yeah. And when they see me like, you know, like this skinny, skinny ripped dude, you know, like you call yourself a bodybuilder, you know, we didn't have any beach body kind of like uh, the physique. We didn't have any kind of uh, idea in that aspect. So again, because I haven't dealt with everything going on, I was still trying to fill that void, yeah. you know, and this time the void from working turned into working out, yeah. you know, and I just thought of like, you know what, now I'm determined to become bigger. You know, and that started something way too different is me going like to a massive uh, size. You know, I start, I remember like uh, in 2013, I, uh, I took a break from work. I went to the States for about two and a month, uh, two and a month, uh, two and a half months, uh, where that was like, it, it had two sides to that. One, what I did is I put almost 30 kgs in two and a half months. I was eating like that was like the I, I went into a 
dirty bucking phase. That was, uh, that was, you know, like crazy. Um, so I put on, so from, as I said, like I was about 60, like the average weight I was at at 60. So in two and a half months, I went up to 90. And the thing is, that's when, even when the States, that was the turning point in my life again, because that's when I started doing soul searching. I started to understand myself. I started doing more reading into the whole idea of what's, what is it that's going on? I was eating well, sleeping well, exercising, but still I wasn't able to deal with myself and things in a better way. Yeah. And that opened like a whole realm of, there's this thing called mental health that I never even considered. Mm-hmm. And that was a different ball game. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. Like that was when I started tapping into more, the psychological part of us and start understanding, you know what, no matter what you do in life, if you eat well, sleep well, if your anxiety and stress level is high, it messes up everything you do. Absolutely. Yeah. I think like, I mean, I know you haven't finished with your story, but like to kind of just bring that back. I think you've kind of, you've literally kind of ping pong from one extreme to the other and I think that the main thing that I kind of take out of that is like regardless of where you were so whether you know doing really well in your career you know that that was the downfall of other things you know whether weight or your health you know and then on the other flip side you lost all the weight again you were really really active you know but at the flip side of that you know the mental health and the main take home there was on these extremes you were I guess you were never really happy you know terms of you know what you were searching for and it's almost like I think most people out there were, you know can relate to that in some way shape or form because there is that missing link um yeah. kind of touched on it there whenever you started talking about soul searching and I think you know like mental health and sort of you know brain um you know there's so much that we don't know about it and um you know it's something that you know more a lot a lot of people maybe being quite bad here but mostly males they tend not to talk about an awful lot as well because of the stigma attached to it but it's just so positive to see that there it is coming through um you know and people like yourself have kind of i don't know it's like seen seen the light and now sort of be able to you know sort of transfer that knowledge as we would have done as coaches 10 years ago on the fitness side you know now it's a lot more focusing on the mental but yeah i, I love it um i'm gonna let you continue on with your journey now <laughs> No, I love what you touch into because, as I said, like um, the thing is, in our culture, we're not. Uh, this is not something that's familiar, you know. And uh, the basic information um, that I kind of tend to perceive when it comes to mental health, the first thing that people would like, if you um, if you kind of find someone with a mental health challenge, it's sad to say that the first the first answer they will get is you lack faith you know like that's number one on the on the list because we are big believers like in islam we are big believers of uh, faith basically which is which is something that would help if you utilize the right way you know like as you said you see the light basically the light when you say basically the light is when you understand what you're going through you understand you're more aware you're conscious right now and step by step you deal with it utilizing your own kind of relationship with God, you know? So that's therapeutical, you know, like that's something. But as human beings, we are uh, a chemistry cocktail, you know, like there's a lot of stuff going on within us. And eventually, if you have unbalances when it comes to your chemistry, 
that needs something else. Yeah. You know, and this is something that people don't understand that. I love the chemistry cocktail. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you need to pay attention to that, you know? And that's why when I look, I don't, I can't stress on the idea of asking people to seek help no matter what. Even if the slightest emotion comes in, at least when you seek the right help from the right people, you get better guidance, you know? But if you go to the wrong people thinking that they will advise you on something good, matter of fact, your parents might tell you lack faith. Your friends might like, you know what, get over it. You know, your colleagues might be telling you, you know what, you're just acting like a child, you know, the thing. And that you get to a point where you start suppressing it so much because it makes it, makes it weird because everyone tells you something but in real, like that's the reality I'm getting. But my belief system knows that there's something wrong with me, you know. So the, the, the belief says something, reality says something else, they clash, and that might even lead to a worse trauma. Mm-hmm. You know? And this is that's something that people don't understand. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And I often think like when you talk about advice or seeking guidance, and sometimes like it's, it's very easy obviously to reach out to loved ones or to friends, yeah. but 99% of the time, you know, they you know sometimes they tell you maybe what you want to hear which might not be the best either um so sometimes sort of finding you know alternative ways that to, to you know to get guidance um probably sure. who doesn't have that emotional connection with you is often um sure. a lot easier yeah but finding the right one of course <laughs> definitely um so yeah just continuing on so in 2003 like i that was like um the, the reason why i took two and uh, like almost three months uh, leave is because that was a very, very uh, dark point in my life. You know, and that's why I just wanted to get away. And I, what I did is buy a ticket, go somewhere like away from everyone else, no friends, no family. I was like just drifting with random strangers, people that I don't even know. And it's trying to find that thing that I'm missing out. You know, as I said, like for me, the what if was what if I went to study abroad, you know? Yeah. And the reason why I went to this is because I was going to study there. I just wanted to know, if, like, I went there, like, I'm here right now. What is it that this country might add to me that I don't have back home, you know? You know, we keep on filling that hole within us or that void with things that we think we want. Uh, or, like, um, we, we keep on saying, like, if I have this or if I have that, things would change, right? So I went, I put myself in that position just to find what is it that's missing. And it got me thinking and um, I, like I, read, I discovered there are two things I really, really loved in life. I love people and I love helping people, like adding value to them. And eventually, because I was in a position throughout my life, I haven't had anyone to help me out. I wanted to be that someone for people. You know, like I wanted to be that someone for you when you need someone to help you. Yeah. So, you know, just combining. So that combining these two just led me to my passion. And I, and because nutrition and health helped me, I was like, I took it upon myself to study that and utilize it at the value added to people and try to help them from that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, once I got back home, I started working on opening up, um, a meal prep restaurant and I was actually giving meal preps and actually giving nutritional advices and meal plans for people 
and that lasted for about three years. Um, mind you, at that point, from 2011 until 2017, I was working as a police officer. Um, wow. And by the end of 2007, like uh, by the end of 2017, I decided to quit and follow my passion. You know, um, it got to a point where because I found myself and I was doing something that I'm really passionate about and the impact it had, what I was doing as an officer wasn't what I want. Yeah. And it just got me to a point where I was like, you know what, this is not fulfilling. You know, like uh, it's not wasting time, but that's a different career. People love that by all means, follow it. But I have a different calling. I found my calling and I was like, you know what, that's about it. I quit my job. And eventually, God has a better plan for each and every one of us, you know. At that point in life, I realized everything that I've done, everything that I went through, every kind of event just was preparing me for this exact point. Oh, I just got goosebumps because I, I say the exact same thing, um, you know, regardless of, of what we're going through, like, you know, even myself, when things have been bad, it has always led to something else. And if I hadn't have went through that, you know, this next part wouldn't have happened. So if A didn't happen, B wouldn't happen, C wouldn't happen. And everyone, like where you are sitting right now, like if you're listening, regardless of where you are, whether it's things are going absolutely phenomenal or things aren't going great, it's, it's leading to something, you know? And, you know, you just, you know, you just need to listen to your, as you listen to like your inner self inner voice. True. with that gut. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I love that. I'm t totally there with you. <laughs> and um, being in, an, like, as I said, being where I was in a very sensitive position, um, you know, like if it wasn't meant, I wasn't being, I wouldn't been able to leave. But because God had a better plan for me, it went so smooth, literally so smooth, Jill, that I was surprised that they let me go, you know. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. I'm, I'm really blessed like in that regard uh, because anyone who knows who is an officer, they would know how hard it is to actually leave. Mm -hmm. So eventually I, I left and by the end of that year, um, I wanted to first start. You know, I wanted to start clean my business, um, the restaurant business um, at that point. Um, wasn't doing very well because eventually they sent me abroad a couple of times and I wasn't able to manage it um, as much as I wanted to. So I was like, you know what, Khalas, anything that was actually um, holding me back in some way or another, I want to just clean things and just with a new mindset. Right now, I know who I am. I know what my belief system is. I know my core values and I know where I'm heading, you know? so. Um, I wasn't uh, the same person maybe that I was in 2015 when I started the restaurant. Like, I mean, I have a different path that I chose. So that's why I was like, you know what? By the end of 2017, I cut every ties and I started my new journey. And I kid you not, this came out of nowhere. Like the name, the Narsher, the brand. And this is like, so basically I came up with the Narsher as my personal brand. Yeah. So I started the Narsher in like January, January 1, 2018 and with it um, I had the certification in food psychology I had a certification in health coaching 
So I utilized everything that these two things helped me, the experience that I had all these years, all the things that I have, and kind of understood if I want to work with someone, I'm not going to see this individual based on the goals they want when it comes to only wanting to lose weight or eating better. What I do right now is to make sure that every aspect of your life is taken in consideration because building that harmony within you, that is where you kind of reach to the point where you're grounded. You're able to deal with every aspect in a balanced way so that it doesn't harm you or affect you in, 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 a, in a negative way. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think there has to be harmony kind of in each, in each part of your life. And you know, I've talked about that before, um, sort of on, on, a, on a podcast as well. It kind of like, if you break it down, maybe yours is different, but like for myself, I kind of break it down into like four quadrants um, in your life and there should be balance between each one. And I guess you can kind of label them different depending on who you are, but it'd be very much, you know, work would make up a quadrant of that, you know, your, your health and your fitness would be another one for me in terms of the quadrant. And then you would have, you know, um, social aspect and then, you know, family and relationships and, you know, where possible, you want to have a balance in each of those um, sort of throughout the year. Um, is that something similar kind of like yeah. to what you would use or different? Yes. Um, if I'm going to break it down to the main four, which is going to be, I start with you, you as like the self. Okay. Um, and then comes nutrition, uh, the physical, like any physical activity. Um, and you have the nutritional and the mental health, health the aspect basic, your mental health. Remember when I told earlier, because even when I was doing very well, career-wise, I was eating very well, I was training very well, sleeping well, and eventually still, I wasn't happy, I wasn't feeling at my best. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm saying, like, this is if I'm taking it on, on a small scale, taking it a step further, this is when your career, creativity, relationship, environment, um, as you said, your social status, the, your, um, your social... Um, groups that you hang out with, all these things play a big role within you. Let's say, um, you know, I just keep saying, uh, let's say we always get to, to like the rotten apple kind of rots the whole uh, basket, right? So let's say if, you know, one small thing that you leave on, like you leave on the side might rot the rest of the things in your life. Why? And I'm not a believer on cut out friends, cut out family, you know, like, let go of your job. I would never do such a thing. It comes down to having that balance within these areas and trying to find yourself to find where you want to go. Based on that, you could do find, um, if you want to do find a new job, be it. If you find, well, if you want to find a um, different kind of groups, be it. But, you know, like without understanding what's going within you, you cannot make choices that will help you move forward. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I've used that analogy where, you know, one small rotten thing can absolutely ruin everything, whether that be in your life or, or on the social aspect or a working environment or anything like that there. Um, absolutely. I love that. Um, yeah, so, so now we're at the point where we're in 2018 and you've kind of established the, the nourishers. Um, so Remembering, I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> Um, so you said it's kind of started off as kind of like a personal brand as you as, as, as the main, as the main person. And obviously, you know, I'm health coach. 
uh, yeah, as, as a full-time, uh, full-time health coach, you know, you have all your certifications and you're really, you know, wanting to help people. Um, so if that's in 2018 and now we're in 2020, and I guess if anyone has been following, you know, that it has kind of grown and it's kind of moved in a direction, perhaps maybe you can kind of talk us through how that happened and, you know, a little bit more about the nourishers. Like we need to, we need to know more about this. <laughs> So as once I started um, again, so if you're going to see my page, the main two things that I, that I'm a big fan ambassador or advocate about is self-love first, then well-being. you know, as again, to me, I work with you as a being first and then whatever that being wants and wants to achieve. So I recognize you first, um, which is something that a lot of people can't acknowledge or understand that we put ourselves last and our hopes, desires, dreams is a priority. And we end, you know, like how much time um, you take to list down yourself as a priority. If I asked you to write down your priority list, you know, some people don't even consider themselves, you know, it's not even in the agenda. Um, so this, like ever since I started this, there's a lot of people that came in and like, Hamad, what are you talking about? What is self-love, you know? you know that that's that's something that was kind of kind of was getting bashed on you know being a male muslim um in an arabic culture or country you know like people were like what the hell are you talking about you know so that was something that was rejected since day one you know and then i came in with the whole concept of the holistic approach that i use and the mindfulness crying trying to get people more aware of why they're doing stuff instead of like short-term goals based on like I want to look a certain way I want to wait uh, wait a certain way I try to kind of go always to find that underlining and try to heal the symptoms kind of thing again people were like what what are you on you know there was a lot of rejection at first but I kept on I was very persistent about it and alhamdulillah even if you couldn't see my page it had that growth and uh, with it I realized again I realized as a person, you could do only so much. You know, I was able to give talks. I've been able to do, um, I've done retreats here in Bahrain itself. Um, I've done collaborations. I'm big on collaborations. Uh, we have enough, uh, um, we have a lot of people, not enough coaches. Everyone who's listening to this, we have we have less number of coaches, no matter how much the world have of coaches, you would never be able to fulfill um, helping the people on this earth. We still lack number of coaches. So stop competing with each other, you know? Absolutely. I think not even competing, but I think like when people, I mean, as, as, as like a tutor as well, and kind of, you know, whenever new people come through, the resistance is always like, oh, there's so many coaches out there. And it's like, oh, the industry's diluted. And it's like, how many billions of people are there in the world? And now we're in a situation where we had obviously a conversation just before we started, but the, the, the amount of the, the transition to people being online, it's like, you know, I can have clients, you know, in Holland that I've never met before. I have clients, you know, still clients obviously in Saudi, but, you know, like here and home, you can have clients anywhere in the world, you know, um, you know, and, and, that, and that's absolutely fantastic. And I think, you know, not being, you know, well, being biased, obviously, I just know that a career in this area is probably one of the most rewarding ones you can do because you're just helping 
people, you know, as a police officer, you know, and, and I was a police officer as well. I went in with the ambition of just one <laughs> I, I wasn't years. I was like two years and I went in and I wanted to help people. It was yeah. the opposite. Everyone hated me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, and that just, that just drained you, you know, and I was no longer happy. And I was like, I'm now in a position where, uh, you know, you're just surrounded with happiness all the time, you know, and just helping people, um, which is great. But yeah, I, I totally agree. There are so many people that you can affect. Definitely. And it, to be honest, like it's your responsibility on how you show up. You know, a lot of people do the study, they get the certification and like, and sad to say some schools might give you the whole misconception of once you get certified, everyone wants everyone wants to work with you but but it comes down how you present yourself how to communicate and how authentic and transparent you are these are the things that we tend like and even as a deliverer of courses it's very difficult to teach that um you know i think you can like theoretically you can be you know you can understand the body inside out movement patterns training systems all of that but if you have zero, like if you don't have a desire or a personality or that inequality that you just want to help people, you will never succeed as a coach. You know, and I always say that to the coaches that, that I take through. I'm just like, you know, you either have it or you don't. I can't, I can't train you. You have to want that. Um, you know, yeah, absolutely. I can't remember what I told you. I've done my, like I've done the inner work. I've done the inner work. I'm still in the process of finding more about myself. I try to evolve myself as much as I can. I discover a lot of things that I um, that I keep learning about myself, and eventually I know what are my strength points, and I know these like undeveloped areas of my life. And mm -hmm. that's the good thing about you know finding more about yourself. You'll be able to work on the um, what people call weakness. It's not a weakness; it's undeveloped area in your life. You know, and I remember I think you put your story on how you were an athlete, but when you tried to train for triathlon. You know, no matter what you kind of, you were at that point, this is a complete ball game. Like that's a different realm itself. So you need to, to, to train even 10 times further or like much more to be able to get to the position where you might become a triathlon, a triathlon athlete. Yeah. Triathlete. Yeah. Triathlete, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's, that's the, the idea. Like, yeah, no, no. I've put in the work to find myself. I Go on. I think there's a bit of a delay there. It's okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. Go ahead. Sorry. Hello. Hi there. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about online, and then technology is failing us. <laughs> so yeah, like um, we again so that was from 2018 until 2019 and in the back of my head as i've done a lot of collaborative work because my intention was to save people and to help people as much as i can so to do that i was i wasn't enough that's why i was working with other people and one thing led to another um, even the growth of my page is still limited to one person i have the same 24 hours that you have but if i had more of me i'll be able to help more people and that just made gave me the idea of uh, why not build a platform where i could have all these people 
which are coaches, experts, certified um, in the whole lifestyle and well-being to be able to work together and showcase them to the world and everybody with their own unique self, their own uh, certifications, their own tone of voice, their own self-brand, and eventually like, get the people the chance to see this exhibition of coaches. And with it, they will handpick every coach that they need to help them either to heal or to develop mm-hmm. based on their location, based on their language, based on their speciality, you name it. You want a female, you want a male, you want, them that, you want someone that works with only beginners, you want someone that works with only experts. You know, all this would be listed down in what we call the nourishers. What I did is I just added an S and now I made myself within all of you guys, all the coaches that I have. I love, I love it. And it's such a, I don't want to say it's a, it's, it's, it's a very simple, it is a, it's a very simple idea, but it is a great idea, you know, and just to kind of formulate that together. I mean, I've been obviously following you, but we've known each other, I say almost a year in November, we met at a, at a workshop in, in Dubai and we just connected because I think we were at the same workshop and we had the same opinion about certain things. And uh, yeah, we just hit it off and we kept in touch. And I absolutely love that because I'm very much, you know, like an advocate of, you know, developing kind of like, like that mental aspect of, of, of your life. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that you talked about, you know, has resonated with myself, you know, either now or in the past. And I'm sure it has done with, um, you know, the people that are listening, um, right now and for the people that, that, that will listen, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, so, so now we're in, the, in that position where you've, kinda, you've got yourself still as that me in person, but now you have all of these nourishers underneath you. Um, how, do you how do you become a nourisher? So first of all, I am one of the nourishers right now. So even me as a coach, you'll find me, I don't see myself above anyone. I don't see myself better than anyone. I'm good in what I do. And I'm sure you're good in what you do. And we complement each other. And that's why I'm saying like this umbrella of nourishers is me and all the accumulated coaches that we have. And how to sign up is um, you could go to our page, which is the nourishers, one word. Um, you could find the form or speak to our amazing team there. We have an amazing team behind the page. They will be able to help you, um, send you the details that you need and just to sign you up. The website is about to launch um, very soon. This, the, the website will um, give you your profile where you could put your packages, prices, schedule, communicate to the clients, be with like-minded coaches, and, and the other way around when it comes to clients, they will be able to like, uh, tap into this realm of coaches which could help them with anything that they need. Um, so that's the idea behind it and what we try to do and like our main intention is to showcase their coaches the best way and the best way possible. I don't mind if you are very established or someone that just start. We are all one. We help each and everyone at the same level. If you show up and you want to do something, we will help you as much as we could. But you never get what you don't ask for. I love that. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's great. I mean, I've, I'm also very happy that I'm also going to be, I filled in my form there the other day, very, very simple, very, very easy. Um, and I will obviously link that in the, in the description here. Um, whenever, whenever we post, the, um, the, the podcast, the podcast up, 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think like kind of just like looking at the past, you know, past 45 minutes that we've been, we've been chatting here, I think you've, your story is, is, is great. I think everyone has their own story that's led them to wherever it is now. And more often than not, you know, whenever you, you do find your true calling, you know, what, however that sits, it does tend to then move into how you, you know, find work or how you operate. And I think that's, that's wonderful. And, and like everyone's story is very, very different. Um, but I think the main underlying principles that what it boils down to is just finding that harmony within yourself, whatever that looks like, um, not to compare it with anybody else because it's your own. Um, and therein lies kind of the success. And for me personally, it's surrounding myself with, you know, people like you. And I think if you're creating that network of like-minded people as well, I think that's, that's something you can't put a price on. And something that's absolutely fantastic. You know, it's just such a great service that you're able to offer not only coaches, but also people, you know, cause they can just like a one-stop place where you can go and check it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and kind of, if we just uh, kind of wrap, wrap it up, would there be any sort of, what would be your, your, your departing words for anyone listening there, whether you're a coach or an athlete to kind of find that harmony in life, what would be your top? The top, as I said earlier, be on the top of your list. You, 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 you need to put yourself first, no matter what. It's not being selfish. It's not being uh, all about yourself. It's, if you fill in, I, this is very cliche, we hear it a lot, but you know, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So you always need to make sure that you are stable, you are actually investing yourself, you need to fill that cup as much as you could and only give from the abundance, you know, the overflow of what comes out. That's when you give out of love, you give out of harmony, you give out of um, uh, the area that you're not taking away from yourself like it wouldn't affect you in any sort of way so that's something that you need to pay attention to um accept help you know like you go on my page it's all have this hashtag accept help because i myself have coaches that i work with until today you know there are areas in my life that i need help and i'm not ashamed of actually seeking the help when because right now i'm aware of what the things that i'm going through and eventually, I know now the kind of guidance that would help me would only help me evolve and uh, like just get on another level. So find yourself, understand yourself, see what is it that you want to do in the sense that um, if there was something you want to achieve, be kind to yourself within that process and seek the right help from the right people. Uh, you mentioned it yourself sometimes, even who you think is the right people might just give you a word of advice that might be somewhat harmful without you expecting. And it might come from a place of love. They, they want to help out. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree there with everything. That's a really nice way to, to kind of wrap up this, uh, this, this, this talk that kind of gave me goosebumps all the way through it. I absolutely love it. Um, but Hamad, thank you so much for taking the time to come and chat to us today. And guys, if you're not already, please do go and follow this, uh, this page. If you're a coach, sign up. Um, you literally have nothing to lose. You have everything probably to gain, actually, because you'll be connected with other people from all over the world, which is fantastic. And client-wise or, you know, member-wise, just go and check it out. You might be surprised with who you might see and who you connect with. Um, so, yeah. 
Wonderful. Um, thank, you. Thank, you. thank you again for having me. It's a pleasure talking to you. And yeah, looking forward to all the great stuff we're going to do together. Wonderful. Thank you, Hamid. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye. Bye.